Welcome back to another episode of Mavis Beacon Teaches Sniping. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Mavis Beacon Teaches Sounding. Oh, God, you had to go there right away. My name's Sarantz, and I'm here to say Donald Trump is the... This episode is devoted to Donald Trump because he saved TikTok. Hysterious. Did you see that? Uh, can you explain? I have intentionally not been watching all the TikTok news. Can you explain what's happening with TikTok? Okay, so uh, Crash Course. TikTok is a Chinese CCP spyware app <laughs> that allows you to upload short little videos and like everything that comes out of China, China it is like the grip of the state is around the throat of the company. So <laughs> There was this big to-do about whether or not uh, TikTok was going to be banned in the United States because, it I mean, it is probably CCP spyware. Okay. I mean, look, the reason – I know I've said this before on the show, but the reason I don't like it is that it is just – as someone who is about to turn 40, like, I look at the app and I'm like, this is all children in their underwear jumping up and down. Like, this is pervert. I feel like it's like the Epstein app. Like, like it's a little portable Lolita. I don't like it. I mean, it is a lot of children dancing around in their underwear, but it's also a lot of other funny stuff. Like, so I went through the other night because TikTok was supposed to be banned from uh, like 11.59 last night. Wow. But at the 11th hour, Donald Trump <laughs> came in and signed a thing that we agreed to leave TikTok on the App Store. Now, just to... Donald Trump was also the one that was going to take it off the App Store, right? Matt details. Okay, so just, so this is him solving a crisis he caused, and now he wants credit for that? I, do, is WeChat banned? Because they also threatened to ban WeChat, which is like, uh, what, what's that little messaging app? I, 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 don't, I heard, I know that WeChat is some sort of like encrypted text message thing that's like used so that like if someone's in another country you can send them a text without spending money it's like kick for chinese people yeah i heard that wechat uh got like some sort of federal like 11th order stay so like i like i don't think wechat is banned i think like the court saved wechat oh good i'm glad donald trump our president saved both tiktok and wechat but before this news came in i was going through tiktok last night and just saving all of my favorite videos and so i would like to share with you the last video i ever watched on tiktok before i knew that it was going to stay on the app store (laughs) all right let's take a look at the final ever tiktok so this is what my mom made for dinner it's rotten. She's fucked it up. Oscar! What? If it's not bloody like it, you can make your own fucking dinner. <laughs> We've done in the comments and my mum's to get a better cook. Or she to make my dinner or buy two. What the fuck? Can you explain what I just saw and heard? So uh, what you see is a tray of a small Scottish child's food. Looks like we got a little cup of baked beans. And what is on the actual plate? Uh, it it looks like some kind of delicious like meat pie. So like <laughs> this kid is getting served like a meat like a patty, like a like a baked meat tart, a bunch of French fries and beans. But she's fucked it up. It's fucking rotten. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna play it one more time. All right, see if you can understand what's happening now, listener. So this is what my mom made for dinner. It's rotten. She's fucked it up. Oscar! What? If you don't bloody like it, you can make your own fucking dinner. (laughs) If you don't bloody like it, you can make your own fucking... God damn, this kid's got balls. And after this point, I have no idea what anybody says in this TikTok. I think right after this, the kid says, like, 
please donate a comment that to teach my mom how to make a better dinner. Wait, let me let me hear. Listen, listen to this. Please donate a comment and my mom's to get a better cook. Please don't comment to send my mom a better cook. And then the mom just goes, leave home. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Wow, TikTok would have went on on a high note if not for the actions of our bold and brave president, our Donald Trump. Our bold and brave president, Donald Trump, a god emperor, <laughs> will be in office forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that was the last TikTok that I ever downloaded, and then I got the news that TikTok was saved. Wow, hey! Um, there's some other TikTok news. Uh, the other night, uh, Sriracha and I were out, and she was like, you, she, she told me that she's getting into, I'm not kidding. She's like, I'm, I'm getting really into internet apologies. <laughs> I am super into internet apologies. Everybody's apologizing now. All the cool kids are apologizing. It's the hot new thing is to apologize. <laughs> so we're going to start a new segment on this show that is called the loudest podcast apology review of the week. Where, look, I don't know that we're going to do this every week. In fact, we're probably not. We're probably going to forget. But, like, as a guy who, like, has worked for some of the world's largest PR firms for, like, over, for about a decade now. A professional apologizer. I have written apologies from celebrities and companies you know. They screwed up. If they didn't screw up, they wouldn't have had to pay us to fix it. Uh, You might not be able to talk about this, but what was the biggest fuck up you ever had to assist on an apology for? Oh, shitload of fires. Wait, like they started a shitload of fires? That's all I can say. Okay. I'll tell you what. Just think about this. Would someone have to apologize? Why would someone have to apologize for, quote, a shitload of fires? <laughs> I mean, could they have started the fire? Could they have stopped a fire that was controlled? Uh, could they have started fire by saying things that might constitute a heated gamer moment? <laughs> oh, God damn it! That's another <laughs> apology! <laughs> Sriracha also, over the weekend, I'm at work. I'm at work trying to pay down my crippling you-know-what debts. And, like, I get a call from Sriracha. Now, usually I don't get a call from her. (laughs) I get a text from her. So I think to myself, oh, no, someone's dead. She's trapped under a train. Something's up. She's still, like, away for jury duty. And I pick up the phone. I am on a conference call that I mute so I can pick up the phone from her while people are urgently slacking me. Why did you even answer? I thought it was because I care about you. Because I'm a big simp, okay? That's why. Whenever you call, I'm like, oh, this because listeners, you'll back me up on this. Zoomers don't call. Zoomers don't call, they text. They'll send you 50 texts, right or wrong. You're correct, but you should have just rejected the phone call and then text and be like, hey, Sriracha, you dying? Like, could this wait 40 minutes? I, I know, been I, like, get, yes, I get absolutely. nervous and anxious. So anyways, she calls me and she is hysterically laughing. And she goes, Stereos, I'm laughing. I can't stop laughing. And I'm like, what, what, what are you laughing at this time? There's always something stupid. And like, it's always like someone died. Someone said the, <laughs> the, the, the between M and O word. Like, like, uh, <laughs> some, some horse faced freak is going to jail. It's always something stupid. She's never laughing because of the great monologue on, on Kimmel last night. Like, she's never laughing for a good reason. 
series. And, and to be fair, goes, nobody has ever laughed at the monologue on Kim. Yeah, I mean, I know. But, but so she goes, uh, she goes, I just learned a new term. It's called the PUBG bridge word. <laughs> I saw somebody on Reddit refer to the N word as the PUBG bridge word. The PUBG bridge word. And I go, uh, what, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You know I'm at work. <laughs> And then, so why don't you explain what the PUBG bridge? Okay. Explain everything. So to to re- to understand this comment, you need to understand the history of the term heated gaming moment, which I didn't know what a heated gamer moment was. I did not know. So once upon a time, PewDiePie was playing PUBG, and I don't. I've never played PUBG before, so I didn't really understand what was going on. But somebody was shooting at him on a PUBG bridge, and either he couldn't aim correctly and shoot the guy back or he didn't know where they were firing from so he says what a fucking n-word like he calls the on the stream he says what a fucking n-word he calls the other guy an n-word and of course everybody gets super mad at this and then uh fucking ian miles chong goes on twitter and says why is everybody so up in arms over pewdiepie having a heated gaming moment so so i hear this (laughs) And uh, and I and I and I th- I put out a tweet. I go like I go like imagine being PewDiePie because like after this, and there was another thing where like he was paying Indian people to hold up offensive things on <laughs> yes. sign. Uh-huh. Like there was some stuff, and so like so I, I tweeted. I was like I was like imagine being PewDiePie and going like you know. I like making seventy million dollars in endorsement deals and being and working with Disney and being on Conan. But what I really like is saying the N-word. Hey, kids, have you ever been sitting in your house surrounded by your millions of dollars? You have everything in the world except you can't say all those awesome slurs. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so I send this tweet. I forgot you're not allowed to make fun of PewDiePie. I forgot. Like, I get so, like, 20 responses immediately going like, well, actually... Felix does this, and actually, Felix donates a lot of money to that, and this was a one-time thing that Felix did, and it's like, the moment someone is in your mentions calling PewDiePie Felix is the moment that you should throw your phone in the ocean. I was just like, God, I was like, are we not allowed to make joke? I'm a comedian. Am I not allowed to make one joke about a millionaire, like a handsome millionaire celebrity? I guess not. I guess comedy's outlawed now. Be careful, serious. A bro army super soldiers are going to break into your house and snipe you in the middle oh, of the night. The bro. Ar- okay. Well, anyway, so so of course PewDiePie had to you know do some apologies. And speaking of apologies, bring us right back to TikTok. So this week's apology review of the week. Can you set this up for us? Okay. So there's a user on TikTok. Her name is Audrey Peters. And uh, a series was mentioning me a couple days ago that pretty much all the blue check comedy on Twitter at this point is, ha ha, I fucked a guy and he didn't have bed sheets. Yes. It's, it's cr- <laughs> like, like. I can't like I I follow so many female comedians and there's this one joke first they, mistake. <laughs> there's this one joke they always tell, which is like, which is like, oh my god, I sucked I sucked a guy's dick behind a dumpster and his dick looked super weird. Send tweet, and I'm kind of like, and then so like, all right, I don't like those jokes, but then 
dudes get in their mentions and start saying, like, start getting super mad. And they're like, well, if we made these jokes about women, you'd freak out. <laughs> and it's, and I'm kind of like, oh, I hate everything that's happening here. Um, like, uh, yeah, so we, so we were, so we were talking about that. Yeah. So she's like one of those now, Asterios, if you think that, uh, see, I, I am trad. I'm trad. So mm. I see these things that I think we should not have sex with people that you don't like, but that yeah. makes me trad. Like, so. like if you're going to tweet about it, fucking do like, I think the famous one is like, I fucked some dude on Harry Potter bed sheets and it's like, you know, you could have not fucked that dude. Yeah. Like, like if you weren't super into his bed sheets, if the bed sheets were that big, of a deal you could have just left <laughs> like yeah exactly like um all right all right so so audrey peter is one of these comedians so she's one of those like she does a lot of tiktoks like will she go home with you based on what your watch looks like and shit so yikes she our, our story begins a couple of weeks ago when she was on a live stream and she mentioned that she had trouble pay she was having trouble paying her bills because mm -hmm. she lives in pretty much her entire personality is I live in New York and I'm under the age of 30. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, cause Sriracha showed me some of her TikToks. Like, she's one of these girls who, like, goes to fancy ass Manhattan restaurants and, like, reviews them. Yeah. And, like, uh, goes, like, this is where you buy the best pasta. This is where she's, like, one of those. So, like, you live vicariously through her. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. So, and she's always posting, like, these owns. Like, she's always, own, like, whenever people write something, like, you're a butterface, she feels the need to make a whole TikTok about it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, I'm of the opinion, like, just fucking block a man. Like, I don't, I don't see what the point is. And it's also not funny. So, but that's just me. Anyways, uh, she mentions that she's having trouble paying her bills and she puts out her Venmo. And she's like, guys, if you like my content, Maybe maybe throw a little, little bit of that do-re-me my way. Mm -hmm. Then she goes on TikTok and she talks about how she's going to hire an unpaid intern. Okay. Which, if you don't know, is against the law in yeah. New York State. You can't do that. They outlawed it, what, a couple of years ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago, they stopped, like, the whole, like, slave, like, like, you can't, if you're going to have an intern, they are not allowed to do anything that you should be paying someone to do. Well, that's the law everywhere, but nobody listens. But now it, now we're serious. And the reason now we're serious is because like five or 10 years ago, there were giant class action lawsuits where like every intern who ever worked for like Comedy Central, like every intern who ever worked for Verizon, every page who ever worked for NBC, like. They banded together and they got millions and millions of dollars out of these giant corporations. Awesome. So what the corporations did was, was they were like, all right, we will, we're now we're super, super serial. Like internships <laughs> will just be learning opportunities. And, um, and in the wake of all this litigation, yeah, like more stringent, uh, enforcement of these internship laws were done. So like now, like unpaid internships are like super not cool. So not only are they super not cool, but the, the zeitgeist about unpaid internships is very, very hostile. Yeah. Now, like significantly more hostile than it was when I was in college. Like if you even suggest an unpaid internship, you will get absolutely nailed to a fucking cross. So she goes on there, she makes this TikTok and everybody fucking rails her. They're like, first of all, what the fuck would I learn from you? You're 
you're 25 begging for money on TikTok. Yeah, and you're going to use that money to go to more restaurants or or clap back at more people making fun of your appearance. Yeah, and second of all, what the fuck could I learn from someone who clearly does not understand the laws of the state and city that they live in? So everybody fucking is like, this is unethical. You're a piece of shit. You should not have done this. And she had to put out an apology that's one of one of the crappiest apologies I've ever seen. Let's check it out. You got it. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is terrible. This is the real worst. bad, kids. So yesterday I posted about how I was hiring an unpaid intern. In the past, tons of my followers have reached out to me expressing how they would love to intern for me, even if it wasn't paid. I have done many unpaid internships and apprenticeships, and I found them incredibly helpful. In fact, I would not be where I am today in my career if it was not for those unpaid internships. But I had absolutely no idea that they weren't ethical or legal. To be totally transparent, I was just happy that I was getting experience. And I know so many other people who have done them that felt the exact same way. So I didn't think twice to look into the ethics of it, which was really, really okay, wrong. Pause here. It's like, this is like a cataclysm of stupidity. It's like two stupid trains running into each other. First of all, I didn't look into the ethics of it. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Do you really need to look into the ethics of paying someone? Like, oh, this person is working for me. Should I pay them or should I steal their labor? Uh, I don't know. I, let me look into the ethics. Let me Google this. <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck do you mean that you got on an app with a majority of the vast majority of people? Like, could you imagine that excuse flying in court? Like, Your Honor, I realized this was against the law, but the seven-year-old on the children's app told me they wanted to work for free. How could I possibly have known this was illegal? We are thirty seconds into this apology, <laughs> and twenty-five of I'm, and I've been timing it. 25 of those 30 seconds have been justifications. Like, a lot of people have reached out to me saying they wanted to do untainted internships. I did a lot of unpaid internships. I found them incredibly valuable. I think they're great. I loved doing unpaid internships. Yeah, I bet you would when your parents are paying your rent. I bet you would love working for slave wages. Fucking of course. Look, I did an unpaid internship for fucking Comedy Central, Viacom. I'm from a, like a middle class family. Like my parents were able to afford to have me work for free. And like it did, but you know, it paid off a little, but it was nice to have on my resume, but it's like all poor people can't work for free. Like they like, cause not only are you working for free with an unpaid internship, but you're paying for the college credits. Yeah. So like you, like I, my college, like it kind of worked out to be like $4,000 a credit. Like if you divided the tuition by the credits, but so it's like, yeah, a lot of kids don't have $4,000 to work for someone. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, you want to keep playing it? Yes, please keep going. Labor absolutely should be paid for, even if it's an apprenticeship where it benefits the intern. I would love to hire an intern. Unfortunately, I just can't afford it, which leads me into addressing the fact that I said my Venmo on a live. I mentioned on a live I was having some issues paying my bills and mentioned my Venmo. That is completely inappropriate, and I am so, so sorry. I don't want any of my followers to think that I am scamming them or anyone on TikTok. None of this was cute, and I'm sorry. Okay. Um. So I was hoping that we could, as you are a professional apologizer, we could kind of review this apology, give it a rating, maybe workshop it a little bit. I think this is fucking trash. I would give this a two out of ten. Okay. I would give this a three out of ten. So like it was so like like we are about at the same point. Uh listener, I'm sure you can tell by the choppiness. This is uh this is a minute long apology with 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven jump cuts. Holy shit. <laughs> if you can't memorize your 60 second apology, maybe you're not sorry. Maybe you should wait a little bit. Like, maybe you should review the note on your iPhone a little bit more. Before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got to look into the camera. You got to say you're sorry. You got to look like you mean it. She like look. She like looks and acts and is sounding like she's caught. And it sounds like what she wants is for people to like her again. What she wants is people to get off of her fucking back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like that's not why you apologize. Like you apologize because you think you did something wrong. Otherwise, what you do is you never apologize. Yeah. Like like <laughs> those are the like. There's only two ways to do this. You either go, fuck you, I'm not sorry. Unpaid internships are great. And you, and you start, you start unpaid internships rule.com and like you double down, like the only moves in today's society are doubling down or full ass mea culpa. And like she's trying to do this middle thing where she's like, yeah, look, I'm sorry. It wasn't cute, but. I love unpaid internships. I did them. They're great. People have been reaching out. If I could pay someone, I would, but I can't. Like, she's trying to have it both ways. Yeah, my my criticism of this apology is largely that she's trying to make herself a victim, but only because people are yelling at Like, she's not putting enough onus on the corporations who exploited her labor like if i was her personal apology writer audrey this is what because i know you google yourself mm-hmm. audrey here's what i would say is i would go on there and i would try to parlay yourself as a victim of the system because i feel like we are close to the same age i think she's a few years younger than me but y- you you zoomers you don't understand like at my college you had to do an internship Mine like, too. You, you could not graduate college and the vast majority unless you were like really lucky you did an unpaid internship so i think she should have been like i grew up er, when i went to college unpaid internships were incredibly common we had to do an internship we wanted to graduate and slowly over time i realized after talking to so many of you that i was exploited and i didn't realize that my labor was exploited until i took a step back and realized what a position of privilege I'm in to be able to work for free. And now after talking to so many of you, I realize that that is not right. Even if it happened to me, it doesn't make it right. Like, I feel like that would be such a better way to turn yourself into the victim. Yo, Sarat is fucking absolutely correct. <laughs> turn yourself into the victim. That's exact. I didn't screw up. The system is screwed up. And society. I'm a part of this screwed up system. And let's change it together. We live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a society. Um, look, here's what I would have done. I don't think it's as good as Sriracha's thing. But I, but I would have said, like, um, I would have said, look, uh, well, first off, the first words out of your mouth have to be, I'm sorry. Yes. You, like, like, she, turn on the camera and go, like, hey, TikTok, I just wanted to take a second to apologize to people for asking for unpaid interns there you go you gotta start with that yeah then i would have said like since covid19 struck i have lost a lot of money and i have been panicking about it like a lot of us have and i'm having a lot of trouble making ends meet um like suddenly my income just disappeared all these companies that were sponsoring me and helping me out just one day, like they just turned off all their all their sponsorships, which, by the way, did happen. Corporate America, just like yes. overnight, it was like I I had a buddy that like worked for a company, and they were like 
they were like, after the lockdown, they fired every single freelancer the next day. Yeet. Like, not, <laughs> not, not two weeks notice, like no goodbye meeting. Just like everybody got an email. Like, yeah, no more money's coming in. Like, so like, say like, you know, like a lot of us, I'm struggling right now to make ends meet during COVID-19. But what I did was I made that your problem. And it's not your problem. That's a good line. I made that your problem. Excellent. And I and I'm and I apologize. Um like uh like I also apologized for putting out my Venmo. I think that was really tacky and classless. If you want to know more about how I plan on doing better in the future, you can subscribe to my Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash Audrey, whatever the hell her name is. Because that, that's another problem. Yeah, she needs Say, a Patreon. Saying your Venmo, bad. Providing exclusive content on Patreon for your coolest and best fans, good. Yeah, Audrey, we could help you set up a Patreon. You can set up a Patreon and then you could do like exclusive videos about what color bed sheet guys you fuck. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You could do like a thing where where it's like Audrey's diary, like Audrey's midnight moments, like like a like special dates with Audrey. Audrey's make a exclusive content you can only get there. And this is free labor that we're coming up with for you. you yeah, can, you don't have to pay us for this. Yeah, no, you do have to pay us for this. If you got to leave money yeah, off, fuck the, you. Two dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, you pledge two dollars a month. Goddamn, we have almost a hundred fucking bonus. We are about to record our hundredth bonus episode. It's worth two dollars a month. Goddamn it. Um. Oh, actually, speaking of our Patreon, um, I have a story to tell about our Patreon exclusive Discord. Oh, boy. I will get to it right after these messages. So Sriracha has been verbally shitposting a lot about her feet lately. Yes, I am. You mean these stinky, smelly feet? Give me all the nicknames for them. Uh, succulent soles, tantalizing toes. <laughs> Do I have any more? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you talk about your stinky, smelly socks that you've walked in. Dot, dot, dot. All day. All day. She's been shitposting about her feet to me for years. Like, I'll be on Twitch. She'll all of a sudden, like, shove her feet in the camera. It annoys the hell out of me. Is feet allowed on Twitch? You are allowed to have your feet on Twitch. You are not allowed to sell your feet on Twitch. Does <laughs> that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, um... And she's been talking a lot about her socks. Uh, she's becoming the, quote, knee-high sock girl. How many pairs of these socks do you own now? I have like five pairs, but I really don't like how you say I'm the knee-high sock girl. I'm not the anything girl. I'm just a girl who wears knee-high socks. Okay, I'm, you know who came up with the phrase, the knee-high sock girl? You. You did. No, you definitely no, did. No, you did. You said to me, hey, you know how you're the problem guy? I'm the socks girl. Yeah, this passing joke was definitely a serious uh, <laughs> postulation of my future career. I'm not saying you were serious. I'm just saying it's cute. It's funny. Okay. You own a bunch of socks. You own rainbow socks. You own communist socks. You bought a bunch of socks. You're wearing them around. I call them the gay socks. <laughs> she does call them gay socks. She calls them like her pride socks or gay socks. Yeah. She'd be like, it's gay sock Sunday. And um, and so, you know, she's been talking about it on the show. People have offered to buy her socks. And so there's... Been a lot of sock talk. But I told you guys, no discounts. <laughs> no simp discounts. No discounts. $500. No discounts for simps. And, look, and I'm proud of you for knowing your value. Thank you. So uh, so, so I'm in the Discord the other day. We have a Patreon-only Discord. <laughs> and the, the biggest reason it's Patreon-only is because we don't want teenagers in there. And 
teenagers can't get a credit card. That's so, smart. So it's like the perfect way to keep teenagers out. It's like, oh, sorry. Maybe when you're 18, you have your own line of credit and your own like federal identity. When a bank trusts you enough, we'll trust you enough <laughs> to come in here and not just just rapid fire shoot the gamer word like shooting emus <laughs> on the Australian belt. The PUBG bridge word. No. Yeah, exactly. When I heard you nuke the Discord, the first thought I had was, all right, who had a heated gamer moment? <laughs> so I did nuke the Discord. I nuked the Discord. I nuked the I nuked the Patreon only Discord. And uh I'll tell you why. So I'm in the Patreon only Discord. And uh in the in the in the most recent episode of Lattice Podcast, uh Sriracha said this. Uh Zwick, please put this in as a clip. My name's Sriracha, and I have delicious, succulent toes that you will never, ever see. And I told her, live on the air, this is not a dare you want to put out there. <laughs> like, you don't want to challenge feet people to find your feet. They're the MacGyver of finding feet. <laughs> it wasn't a dare. It was a joke. It was, this jokes was a joke. can be dares. <laughs> jokes can be dares. I'm just, you know these feet people. You know that. I didn't until the foot army, anti-foot, came out (laughs) for my fucking toes. But guys, this is a joke. These are jokes. This is a comedy podcast. Oh, God. Like the morning that the last podcast is released, a guy comes to the Discord and he goes, uh, Hey, Asterios, uh, remember how Sriracha said that no one would be able to find her feet no matter what? (laughs) Well, guess what? I found her feet right away. Yeah. It really didn't take long at all. Uh, I just did like a tiny bit of searching and like one or two minutes later, boom, there's your girlfriend's feet. Uh, here's a picture of it. Let me paste this in the Discord. Tag at Asterios. So uh, so I just wanted to let you know that your girlfriend's feet are, uh, that you, you can find her, her feet right away. Just in case you were wondering how long it would take a stranger to find your girlfriend's feet. Uh, I found your girlfriend's feet almost immediately. Yeah, if anybody is really, really keen on my feet, like the hair guides, it's too bad. Somebody messaged me today and said, it's too bad the hair guy's not also a feet guy. It's like, yeah, he'd be in fucking foot heaven. It's pretty easy to find my toes on the internet, like unironically, like shed off all the layers of joking and irony. You you can find my feet pretty easily. And so, so this guy's like really proud that he found my girlfriend's feet right away. And he's like posting this picture of her feet and he's talking about her feet in the discord. And I say to myself, well, on one hand, she did dare people. I didn't to. dare anyone. She did challenge the internet to find her peats. Oh. On the other hand, I feel like if I was like in a bar or in a the office, that like someone wouldn't just come up to me with like a printout picture of like my girlfriend's feet. I was just like, do I want to hang out like in a online digital space where people are super cool with just like 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 showing me pictures of my girlfriend's feet and i said to myself i don't know that i feel super comfortable in this discord and i said to myself i think i'm gonna delete it right now out of rage (laughs) and i went to settings delete you have to type in the word delete like it's like are you sure you want to delete the discord i was like i've never been more sure of anything in my life the nuclear code (laughs) f-e-e-t i deleted the discord (laughs) 
That's kind of like the price of being on the internet, though, is people said, because let me tell you, motherfuckers, you got some lack of boundary issues. Like somebody messaged me on Instagram the other day was like, hi, Sarancha. Just want to tell you that I love the podcast. You're the only woman that I listen to. I don't even like my girlfriend. I'm like, would you go up to somebody at a bar and say that? Like, I don't know who, like, I get that you have a parasocial relationship going on because I'm, I'm literally in your brain right now as you're listening to me, but I don't know your fucking name, bro. Like, why would you say that to somebody? It is weird when people tell you that, like, I usually don't, li- I, f- I don't really find women funny, but you're I funny. I hate women. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, you're one of the good ones, bro. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, uh, so I deleted the Discord, and Lime Jinjo and Mimiori, they were both like, people are going to think that you banned them the Discord. Yeah, I got like seven fucking people messaging me, why was I banned? I didn't do anything. I was like, well, I'm banned now, so <laughs> probably. <laughs> I didn't quite put together that people would take it that way. I just kind of figured word would get out that Asterios freaked out about his girlfriend's feet. I just kind of assumed the grapevine would take care of it, but... um. But so many people messaged me and they were like genuinely hurt. Yeah, no, they're really upset. Like people were messaging me on Twitter like, hey, I'm so sorry if uh, I said something that offended Asterios because it looks like I'm banned from Discord. I'm like, no, no, no. Somebody just foot posted. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the conclusion I came to. And it took a minute. It's really, really funny that someone posted your feed in the Discord, and it's very funny to, like, trigger a boomer. You're constantly trying to trigger with with your feet. It's this whole show. It's me trying to trigger you. I know. I, I get. It's like, Zoomer humor is trigger. It's like, look, I like boomer humor, which is like, I hate my wife. I hate my life. But like you, but, but your guys' humor is, I hate my life, and you should hate your life, too. Like, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, uh. Yeah, I, the conclusion I came to was <laughs> the problem isn't Zoomers and the problem isn't feet. The problem is that, like, maybe a 38-year-old man shouldn't have a Discord server to be hanging begin out with, with teenagers. Wow, what a great revelation there, Jeffrey Epstein. God damn it, <laughs> They're not teenagers or they wouldn't have a credit card. Oh, damn it, that's right. They're at least if they are of age. Lime Jinjo sends us your ID. <laughs> Lime Jinjo, God damn it. So, so I'm like, all right, I, I shouldn't be in control of a Discord. <laughs> so, patrons, you should have gotten a link by now to a brand new Discord called Sriracha's Problem because Discord is now Sriracha's Problem. See, I got a couple qualms about <laughs> this Discord. It says I, I am never on Discord. I am basically now. I check it maybe once a week mm-hmm. just to see if anybody's sending me something pertinent about Russell Greer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which sometimes they do. Uh, we need to elect mods. On that, because I'm not. If you think I'm modding that shit, you're out of your fucking mind. I am. I do not think you should mod that stuff. I absolutely don't. But I feel like calling the Discord Sriracha's problem kind of because it's like I'm like I'm like an old man. Yeah. Like like it's the Discord should have more Sriracha energy and less Asterios energy. By Sriracha energy, do you just mean absolute chaos? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's just like I give up. Like. 
I am tired of screaming about iDubs using, like, making fun of a Japanese guy who sends him gifts. I'm tired of screaming about H3H3 saying the N-word in front of his <laughs> wife on a podcast. I'm tired of being upset about, like, Keemstar, like, saying the N-word and the, and the it's time to stop guy. And it's like, you know what? For years I've been trying to, like, like glove up and like reach my hands into like the jello that is the internet and like shape like a space that's kind of wholesome but also kind of funny because the internet has two modes either if you say anything even a little bit offensive we will find your employer and we will tell them and we will cancel you or edward 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 it's like that that game Final Frame Two. Like if you look into the abyss, you immediately lose your mind. <laughs> yes, and so for years I've been trying to do this thing where I'm like, maybe we can make a space where we can like make fun of people like Russell Greer and Nathan Masry, but also not use slurs. <laughs> like a place where we can shit post and also like. Be cool with people who might have a lifestyle, like an, like a lifestyle that boomers wouldn't consider traditional. Like, I'm trying to like make this space and it's just like, you know what? I give up foot rule, feet rule. I'm turning the discord over to the foot clan. NT foot is now in charge. Post all the feet you want in the Discord, okay? Make it one big foot. Get that Monty Python foot to just step on the Discord. I want to see pictures of toes and mushrooms growing between toes and disgusting stuff on toes. Just do it. Do it. Put it, turn it into the foot score for all I care. I'm done. I'm done babysitting all you goddamn Zoomers. <laughs> you okay, bud? You all right, buddy? You need water? You need a break? <laughs> it's just a lot of foot stuff. It's so much feet. What's he say? No feet. That it's like the siren song of tantalizing toes. Here's what I think. Here's my idea for how we could run the Discord. Is I'm thinking a narco monarchy. So we elect a few select uh mods and each mod is in control of one channel like there was a guy really on my balls about an age of empires channel maybe that guy could be the monarch of that channel and within those channels they have complete control if somebody's being problematic then you have to message your monarch and the monarch will decide whether or not to ban them and obviously these have to be trusted monarchs within the foot server uh but we just give the power over to them, and then we have them fight each other periodically, <laughs> physically. Sounds like some Zoomer <laughs> bullshit to me, so go ahead and do it. Whatever you think is best, <laughs> because the server is Sriracha's problem, and we will be right back after this with more of the Lattice Podcast. Welcome back. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about um, Liberty University. And your waifu, Becky Falwell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that hot, hot waifu, Becky Falwell, who's doing sexual favors for her students. And by the way, I love the phrase sexual favors, because anytime anyone's done anything sexual to me, it's been a really big favor. I, I don't get That's not sexual favor. Like, what is the favor? The kid got molested? Congratulations. He was, no, he was like over 21. Oh, okay. That's the thing. He didn't get molested. He got favored. 
by the gods of, by the blowjob gods, essentially. Hot, hot. The dean's wife went down on this kid in like the laundry room of the Falwell mansion. Remember also, listeners, this is the couple, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., son of famed televangelist Jerry Falwell Sr., dean of Liberty University, like one of the most strict Christian universities in the country. Uh, the first thing that the, the first thing he got the news about recently, uh, quote, one week after Reuters published an explosive report on an alleged sexual and financial relationship between Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife, and a Miami man named Giancarlo Granada. Of course, his name was Giancarlo. Remember the cuck stuff? I remember the cuck stuff like it happened yesterday. I'm just saying it doesn't seem like there's a lot of mutual aid in this relationship. They're both having their fun. They're both getting their jollies. Okay, so like a week after that story came out, there was a 911 call to the Falwell's house in Bedford County, Virginia. According to records and 911 audio obtained by the Huffington Post, on the night of August 30th, Jerry Falwell was, quote, intoxicated and apparently injured. Uh, alcohol has lurked behind the series of scandals that led Jerry Falwell Jr. to resign as president of Liberty University and then unresign and then re-resign, <laughs> remember? Good. Uh, he initially announced a leave of absence from Liberty, a private evangelical university founded by his father, Jerry Falwell Jr., on August 7th after he posted a racy photo on Instagram with his pants unzipped, his arm around a woman who was not his wife, and a dark, quote, a dark drink in his hand, which he later claimed was, quote, black water that was, quote, a prop only. What the fuck is black water? Why not just say it was soda? Are they allowed to have caffeine? I know some Mormons. You're right. Caffeine. I don't. It's, this guy's on a boat. What does the boat have, like, a props department? Where he's like, yeah, I'll take some black food coloring, some water, and a clear glass for this hilarious Instagram where I've got my pants down and my arm around him with a woman. <laughs> what a great prank. I had sex outside of my marriage. And, of course, the sweet, sweet hypocrisy here is that Liberty University has a thing called the Honor Code. Uh, students are not allowed to drink alcohol before the age of 21. Okay. They're also not allowed to drink alcohol after the age of 21. Okay. They're not allowed to drink alcohol on campus. Okay. They're also not allowed to drink alcohol off campus. Like, if you're like 23 years old and a Liberty University student in your own apartment on a Saturday night, you can't have a beer without breaking the honor code, paying a fine, and maybe getting expelled. But guess what? The honor code doesn't apply to the staff and the faculty. Which is how you know it's a really good honor code. Damn. Yeah. Pretty great carve out. So, okay. All this, all this, all this. So there's like a, so, uh, so there was a 911 call placed to the Falwell's house. Uh, I have cobbled together a transcript of it. And Sriracha, I'll play the 911 dispatcher. Uh, and I'd like you to play Milfy Sexy Becky Falwell. Oh, okay. Let me get in character. <clears throat> Uh, boop, boop, beep, up, up. Uh, hello, 911. What's your emergency? My husband fell down the stairs and he's bleeding pretty badly. Understood, ma'am. Uh, we'll get an ambulance there right away. Uh, was alcohol involved? Yes. Uh, okay. Was your husband drinking heavily? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> ma'am, uh, alcohol thins the blood and could account for excessive bleeding, so... 
Again, I ask, was your husband drinking heavily? Look, the more I tell you our last name, the more you're going to understand why I, we're not talking to you right now. Man, the ambulance is on the way. I'm notating the file as caller was not forthcoming. Wow. Imagine valuing your husband's l- medical safety less than like the story getting out there that the Fallwalls have been drinking in their own home. I bet, man, what, how funny would it have been if he fucking died? And yes! Becky Falwell was like the prime suspect. Oh my God. Well, uh, who, yeah, there's a bleeding man here. His name is Fairy Jowell. And his wife pushed him down the airs. <laughs> And now he's schmeeting schmevely. <laughs> oh like, uh, yeah, this is nuts. The Falwells, it's just this, it's this great hypocrisy story in America. We love an unexpected comeback and hypocrisy. We love hypocrisy so, so much. What a great crossover episode. The Falwells in 911. <laughs> Let's do that again, bro. Well, um, well, hey, uh, oh, wow, there's a bunch of stuff that we did not get to this week that we're going to have to uh, push to another week. Oh, one thing I want to say real quick, actually, listeners, is we, Sriracha and I have been getting into Chinese box office reports. Oh, yeah. Um, and the reason is, Sriracha, you watched Mulan the other day. I did. I pirated. I mean, I borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely paid my capital twenty nine ninety nine plus tax if applicable to the Disney Corporation to watch the new Mulan movie. And uh I, I specifically told Asterios while we were talking about this over dinner the other night, hey, I know what I don't want to talk about in the podcast in this next week. It's the Mulan movie because I watched it and I'll make jokes about it with you, but it fucking sucks. It's like not even funny. There's literally nothing I could say about this movie that would be funny that and people else have not. It just sucks dick. Yeah, look, and look, I don't want to talk about the Milan movie to like rag it. I mean, we're also like a couple of weeks late. It's just the the best thing I could say about it is if you want to see an obvious attempt to fellatiate to the limp dick of the Chinese market, please go watch that movie. That's what interests me about the Milan movie. Like Disney has been for a couple of years now really trying to break into the Chinese market. And I totally understand why. Um the 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 number one movie in Chinese box office history pulled in like four and a half billion dollars. Because they can't torrent over there, right? I'm sorry? Because they can't torrent over there, right? I you know, I honestly don't know. I just assumed that because it's a very populous country compared to America. Like, like uh, uh, I think the highest grossing movie in American history is like Avengers Endgame. And it made like a little bit over $2 billion. Like maybe $2.5 billion. Okay. Like the, Ch- like, the number one movie in China made almost twice as much as the number one movie in America. And it wasn't Avengers Endgame. It was some movie called... Wolf Warrior 2. Oh, shit. Which I've never heard of, but apparently the rest of the world has, because they've all seen Wolf Warrior 2 eight times. This is what's interesting to me. So, like, Disney is trying so hard to get its mouth around the dick of the Chinese market. Um, Apparently, you know, Disney spent $4 billion to buy Star Wars. China fucking hates Star Wars. Uh huh. China hates Star Wars because there's black people in it. Yes, that is what a lot of people are saying, which has caused like further controversies down the line. Like the actor that played Finn, he like 
Really big on the American poster for The Force Awakens. Teeny tiny on the Chinese poster for The Force Awakens. He's like the main fucking character. And it's like, it's like, see, it's like he's smaller than, than C-3PO. It's like C-3PO, BB-8. And then like a tiny little fin like running around going, hey, I'm here too. That's like um another quick thing about the Malad thing. I was researching this like as I was watching it. And apparently the lead actress got in this big shit storm because she was like, hey, uh, Hong Kong protest. Why don't you just chill out? And everybody was like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, come on, you don't think Disney held a gun to her head and forced her to say that? <laughs> yeah, she, she went on the news and she's like, he's like, hey there, my she's like in a TikTok going, like, hey there, my dudes. Hong Kong is China's property. Bye. Bye. Like, God damn. <laughs> and like, and Mulan is uh, I mean, one of the like the thing that makes Mulan like kind of a weird interesting disney movie is all right so it's about a girl who dresses up like a boy to become like a soldier and then there's like some guy in the army who's like real into mulan in the original yeah. in the original right so it's kind of like oh it's interesting it's like is this a gay guy or does he know that she's trans and he's into trans men or like it's like there's an interesting like lgbtq subtext in the mulan cartoon uh, what happened in the Mulan movie? Okay, so in the you're not explaining it fantastically. Sorry, so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna man man. What do you call it? Man type over. Okay, <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna mansplain Mulan. When you screw up, it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in the original movie, because Asterius has never seen Mulan, uh, General Shang is Mulan dresses up as a boy and is like, I'm Ping. I'm my father's secret son. That he never talked about or when nobody knew that he had. And General Shang, as Ping kind of like becomes more athletic and they talk a little bit. It's very clear that General Shang is like down <laughs> when he doesn't know that Mulan is actually Ping. And then when it's revealed that she's a woman, you could see like the absolute gay panic just melt from his face. Oh, thank God. Oh, Oh, thank Christ. I'm not a homo. God damn. (laughs) But in this new movie, they um, they got rid of the character of General Shang and they split it into two characters. So Mulan's kind of love interest guy is another soldier. And then there's another guy that is given. I don't remember any of these people's fucking names except for one character named Cricket because I thought that was so fucking stupid. It's stuck in my brain forever now. And then there's another general who's kind of leading the army and helping them. And the explanation that they gave the American audience, I think this is hysterical, is like, well, in the era of Me Too, we think it's kind of inappropriate that she was pursuing a romantic or her superior officer was pursuing a romantic relationship with an underling. And I'm like, it's because he's gay, right? (laughs) Like. We could just say that China's not real down with gays. Whoever came up with that line deserves it's a all the race. yeah, all the all the money in the PR industry because it's like, <laughs> hey, we don't like it when bosses have sex with interns, right? Like, there's a whole power dynamic that we're not super into. Therefore, we had to make him straight. Bye. It's Bye. Like, wow, <laughs> wow, really, really smart. Yeah, so it's like. So Disney changes changes the 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 subtext of this romantic relationship to please the Chinese market. Disney cuts like the lesbian kiss from the last Star Wars movie to please the Chinese market. Like Disney's doing everything to please the Chinese market and China is not fucking biting because like the uh, 
I, I think it was uh, the last Star Wars movie that came out bombed really hard in China, and it was beaten by a movie called The X-Files, E-X, like ex-girlfriend. The X-Files 3, colon, Return of the Xs. And goodbye, Mr. Loser. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the, one, like, the, like the Chinese box, it's like there's a... The 13th most popular movie in China of all time is called, like, Hello, Mr. Billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hold on. Let me pull up this list of, like, all the Chinese box office hits. So now we're super interested in what is popular in China. <laughs> yeah, because because the America has been trying to get in there forever to get that money. Like, um, like there was a movie a couple of years ago called The Great Wall that came out with, like, Matt Damon. And it was, like, <laughs> Matt Damon – Trying to protect China from big invading monsters by defending its greatest wall, the Great Wall of China. <laughs> and they, and it had like a big Chinese director and that also fucking bombed. And I love that like, I, again, hypocrisy. Because Disney in America is like, we love gays. We have gay days at the park, like like uh, like we sell Mickey ears with rainbows on them. Like, and meanwhile, their target demographics, like he's black. Yes, exactly. So, like, what Disney's doing is they're saying, like, hey, hey, like, like we hate racism and we love gay people. But we also really want money from racist homophobes. So, like, we're totally willing to, like, sell out our principles to get this sweet, sweet racism money. And it's like, how the fuck do you people sleep at night? Capitalism, baby. They sleep on their golden mattresses. They sleep on their golden fucking. It's just, oh, it, it bothers me so much. The goddamn hypocrisy of it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so the, t the, the top, the highest grossing films in Chinese history. Number one. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Wolf Warrior 2, total gross, 5.6 billion. Holy shit. Uh, a movie called The Wandering Earth, Operation Red Sea, the sixth most popular movie in Chinese history. Detective Chinatown 2. <laughs> I, I, I really want to see Detective Chinatown. Me too. Monster Hunt 2, the 18th most popular movie in the Chinese box office is called Crazy Alien. I want to see this crazy alien. This alien sounds fucking crazy. Kung Fu Yoga. The 23rd most popular movie in China is Venom, which did not do super great in America. <laughs> like, we're, we're sending them Star Wars and we're sending them, like, all these goddamn, like, like we're sending them our best. And they're like, yeah, what we really like is Venom and Aquaman. What we really want is Hello, Mr. Billionaire. Yeah, yeah. We really want Hello, Mr. Billionaire. Oh, right. Warcraft bombed in America. Huge in China. Um, uh, a movie called uh, The White Storm 2. Drug Lords came out in 2019. Movies that we would like. It's like if it were like Saturday afternoon and you were watching TNT, you'd see a movie called The White Storm 2 Drug Lords. They're right. just like, we're wait opening night for The White Storm 2 Drug Lords. I can't wait to see the new Drug Lords. I was going to say, it's like Sharknado tier. Yes. So it's all right. So we're going to start a little thing called like the loudest podcast Chinese box office movie club. What's our first movie? We got to start with Wolf Warrior 2. We don't need to see Wolf Warrior 1 to understand the plot. If we do, we'll go back and we'll watch Wolf Warrior 1. We got to see Wolf Warrior 2. Awesome. 5.6 billion 
came out in 2017. So, listeners, you want in on this. You find a copy of The Wolf Warrior 2. You watch it because we'll be talking about it next week on The Loudest Podcast. But that's the end of this week's episode of The Loudest Podcast. Sriracha, you don't want to say anything? I just want to say uh, download Wolf Warrior 2 in a very legal way, like <laughs> I will. Oh, and the sticker club. The sticker club. Oh, my God. This month's sticker, I think, is by far my favorite sticker. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much because it's still, like, you know, in the works. But check out Asterios' Twitter. I'll be retweeting it. This is the first sticker that I've seen. Not not saying that the past stickers were bad, but I saw it. I was like, I am going to steal the first one off the top of the pile. It's going straight on my laptop. Like, Mimi really hit it out of the fucking park with this one. So check out Twitter. Com slash Get in before the end of September, I think. Yeah. He'll, he'll tweet something about the exact dates, but I think you get in. Better just get in right now. How about that? Just 15 bucks, and you can guarantee yourself this lit-ass fucking sticker. Yeah, and, uh, and and these stickers are monthly exclusive. They're gone, they're gone. They're so gone gotta, forever. You gotta join the sticker club at patreon.com slash Asterios. That's it for the last podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye! I have the most succulent feet that you will never see. <laughs>